We're talking about fucking dicks and milfs all Let me go tits. That's not very king of you. Hope I grab some tits tonight, but let's not talk about that right now. Yo, 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 you want some chicken to go? Welcome to the motherfucking In For Greatness podcast, baby. So what? You blood now? (laughs) To all the players out there. Did you just... This is your homie, Eddie. Bring it the blood back. Did you just bring gangs? So what? Did you just bring... So what? Our hoodies are blue, you dumbass. Huh? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Not winning trouble. Hey, good morning, guys. This is your boy, Eddie. Today is Sunday. I'm here with my boy... Shanzi. Yo, yo. What's uh, up? Uh, I'm here with my boy Shanzi. <laughs> here with my boy Shanzi. Hey, what, what's what, up? What's up? I'm so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so what, happy to be here. Uh, people said my voice was too high, so I had to... <laughs> I gotta change it. I had to change it and bring my balls down, but it's really uncomfortable, but I think I sound better. Bueno, Shanzi, ¿de qué vamos a hablar hoy? And we're talking about the king archetype today. The king archetype. The king. El rey. We are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. What? No, not the farmers, the king. Can we get a, a sponsorship too from them? What the fuck? Dude, we can't. I have Geico. We we get we need money. <laughs> we need to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. <laughs> I have Geico. I have I save fifteen percent already, but I want it for free. I got progressive. That way I can save 100%. I got progressive because I'm progressive. And my pronouns are... and Okay. Okay. Well, today we're talking about the king archetype. That's good. And right now you're acting like a real fucking shadow. Okay? <laughs> What's it, like the weakling or the tyrant? Probably the tyrant. Because you just really want power. I do want power. You're just talking about money and sponsorships. I'm not even talking about what's right for the people anymore. Because I don't care about the people. I just care about their money. <gasps> He's bad. <laughs> All right, guys. So, yeah, we're talking about the king, uh, which is the last archetype that makes a man well-rounded. Uh, last three weeks, we talk about the warrior. We talk about the magician. And we talk about the lover. Lover. Bam. Bam. Pound, pound. So how do you think those the last three went, Shanzi? Uh, the last three went pretty good, I think. Okay. So uh, we've, we've gotten some feedback. And honestly, everybody's told us to quit. Yeah. But we're... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so this is our last podcast. <laughs> this is actually our last podcast. <laughs> they say that most people quit around episode 16, but we we figured, you know what? Let's just do it early at 5 so we don't have to keep doing this. Hey, man, weekend. it was a good run. It was uh, it was okay. We got I'm going to go back to my lot. job in McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's? Yeah. That's another Mexican thing. Okay. I think you should go work at IHOP since you love it so fucking Shut much. up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Can we get a sponsorship from IHOP? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, okay, so for real, what is the king archetype? Well, 
Before we get into that. No, I want to get into it. I'm going to read some quotes. So, I chose three quotes. Three? Yeah, there were a lot, okay. but I chose these ones because I like them. Okay. No, no, no. I, didn't, I didn't research the people, okay? So I'm too lazy for that. Of course. Okay? I don't cite my sites. I don't check links. I don't do that. I'm just... That's fine. Fuck. Number one. Number one. He who reigns within himself and rules passions, desires, and fears is more than a king. By John Milton. Mm. Good one, huh? Man. Good one. They're talking about that that uh that that deep king yeah, rings. The king's name is a tower of strength. Strong, tall, unassail unassailable. I don't know how to say that word. Unassailable? Unassailable. Okay. Which means unable to be attacked, questioned. Or defeated by William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Man. Okay. Good one? It is a good one. Okay. And the last one. I am, indeed, a king. Because I know how to rule myself. Pietro Arentino. Mm. Pietro Arentino. So if I were to rank them, I would put that one first. Yes. Because it's just simple and to the point. Which it means that before you want to reign or try to put your power into other people, you got to put in yourself first. Yeah, for sure. Or you become the shadow king, which is a tyrant or the weakling. Which we're going to talk about those two fuckers, too. But take a scene, Shanzi. What is the king archetype? Man, the king. Well, as you mentioned, we went over the uh, the previous three archetypes, mm -hmm. which are the warrior, the lover, and the magician. The king brings all three of those together. And so the king is, is that well-rounded man of high value, high virtue, and just, he's the leader, right? Mm -hmm. And he provides order, he provides fertility amongst the kingdom and within his family, if we're going to, you know, talk about that. And, um, I mean, he, he rules as what's best for the people. So, I mean, really, he's the leader that's done all of the... The work on himself. Yeah, all of the work. So, yeah, so what the king is, is basically, and when we talk about a kingdom, we don't meant that as a <clears throat> piece of land or like things like that. We meant that as of your pro, like your life. Right. Like because your, your life is your kingdom. Right. Like your little circle, your little community you got. And then the people around you, those are your responsibilities. Right. Those are the people that you're responsible for. I think in my kingdom is kind of like. My household and the people closest to it. Exactly. Right. So, to be a great king, or as we want to call it, to be a high-value man, you got to make sure that you become well-rounded. You become a fighter, which is your warrior energy. 
you become wise, which is the magician archetype. Mm -hmm. And you become kind, noble, and loving, which is the lover. And within those three, you become the high-value man that has a purpose in his life and know where he is going, not only for him, which he has to be the most important thing in his life, himself. And once he becomes the most important part in his life, then he can give back right. to other people, which that's the goal for the king, to be that great person and then give back to right. his surroundings. So I found this, which is the king energy is primal in all men, which means we are all kings, but we have to harness that energy. We have to work on the skills. We have to work on the characteristics. We have to work on ourselves. And within that being said, then, like we said, there's a shadow king and there's a good king. So if you don't harness your skills and you don't become well-rounded, then you become the shadow king. It bears the same relationship to the other three mature masculine potentials as the divine child does to the other three immature masculine energies. It comes first in importance and it underlies and includes the rest of the archetypes in perfect balance. The good and generative king is also a good warrior, a positive magician, and a great lover. And yet, with most of us, the king comes online last. We could say that the king is the divine child, but seasoned and complex, wise, and in a sense, as selfless as the divine child, is cosmic cosmically self-involved. The good king is wise with the wisdom of Solomon. That's like another quote right there. Kings have traditionally been seen as divine. Interestingly, to though, well, we don't need to read that. That's too much. But when they say kings have traditionally been seen as divine, so they have something that other people don't have. They are looked at as like they have uh, they have used this energy that makes them the leaders. And I guess we talk about this when we started doing the podcast, when we talk about our roles, me and right. you, which were our roles. And I remember you telling me that I was like the leader of this, right? And I didn't want to give myself that that uh, that role <clears throat> because I see you as my equal. I don't right. see myself to be more than you or better than you. I see you as my equal. But you see something in me that makes you think that I'm not better than you, but I have a gift that is different from your gift. Right. That makes me more of a leader for the company or for the what we're starting the project. Right. And the same I see with you. I see you more as like the warrior, which brings all the energy and everything together, all the work and pretty much everything. Right. So it's just something that you come that is in you. But again, you have to harness our energy. You have to become the good king, right? Anything you want to add to that, Sean? No, um, but I do. I do think it's important that you know your roles, 
and like you're honest with yourself because it's not like a bad thing to like everybody wants to be the leader, mm-hmm. but I guess not everybody wants to put the work. Well, <clears throat> I wouldn't say that. I would just say that like a lot of people want to be the leader of things, but a lot of people aren't actually meant to be the leaders. Like, right. and it's okay to be like the right hand man. It's mm-hmm. okay to. You know, like in modern times, like everybody wants to be the CEO, but like sometimes your skill set doesn't match right. the CEO. You know what I mean? For the responsibility. And that's not a bad thing no. because you need all of the other positions in order to make a well-rounded and efficiently moving machine. Company, yeah. You know what I mean? So like that was like one of the first conversations we had where we like seriously like kind of talked about our roles like – and it's not that either one of us are like higher, but it, you know, like we talked about, like this podcast is like your major, like this is your major interest, and right. like the, I don't know, like the physical stuff is kind of like what I wanted to get into, mm-hmm. and so like we both, you know, know where we're putting more work into, and right. for what reason and everything, which again is basically how. Uh, all four archetypes were together because right. like I mentioned before, I was more of a magician mm-hmm. having all this knowledge. But if it wasn't for you being the warrior and having that warrior energy, I wouldn't be able to be doing this. Right. It was because of you being physical and you being a go-getter and you being more, uh, let's say, more active within these things that I was actually able to harness my own energy and now we're doing this. Right. As the same thing, me teaching you everything that I taught you. And basically you're becoming more well-rounded when it comes to like information, when it comes to like, I mean, I don't know. I've really seen a transformation in you when it comes to, when it, when it comes to your magician uh, energy or archetype. I've seen a more uh, well-rounded Sean at this point because you're able to like, really get deep into the topics. Right. You're able to like really, uh, talk with people about your issues or things and you're not afraid of talking about them. You are able to tell them and be real, right. you know, which I think is the most important part when it comes to being a king that you have to be actually be honest. You have to be honest with people. Mm-hmm. You have to be genuine because the thing is like, we don't really have anything to gain with this. Right. You know, like there is no, I mean, we're not doing this for like, the money or like, like we're not making money. we're spending money on it. exactly like, we're actually putting our money this is a, this is mainly a passion project exactly yeah so it's for purpose so and that's actually one thing that I had a conversation with my mom and I think it's a great example and one thing that a, a lot of men have to realize is that your vision and your goals are yours no right. one else's yep and the reason I say this uh, we saw this article talking about how traditional masculinity is harmful and all that jazz. And it pissed me off, honestly, because it was a bunch of bullshit, right? How they attack men and they attack masculinity and all those things. And I remember I posted the picture with everything you wrote on my page and the Instagram page and pretty much on, mm-hmm. on the Facebook and I was just like, this is bullshit, you know? It's fucking stupid. And I told this to my mom. I was like, do you really believe this? Like, these people, there's supposed to be an association of psychological people, blah, 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 blah. Like, 
and they're telling this type of shit. And my mom was like, well, you shouldn't take it too personal because, I mean, it's not like you're going to be able to change the world. And I'm like, I respect your beliefs. Now you're going to respect mine. I believe that I can change the world. But that's my vision. Right. This is my, these are my goals. I know I can change the world. If I keep working on this, if, and if I keep helping men, if we keep doing this, I know we can change the world. We can make a great impact on men's life. But the main thing I want to say with that, that's my goal. That's my purpose. And that's my vision. That's me being a king of my kingdom. Right. Without allowing other energies or other people messing with my king energy. Right. So it has nothing to do with putting my mom down because she's saying that or whatever. That's her beliefs. And she's allowed to have those beliefs. But my belief is like if I put the work and if I do everything that I'm supposed to do, I can change the fucking world. Mm-hmm. It's like the snowball effect. You throw a snowball, and one person is going to become two persons, then two people are going to become four people. Right. That's how movements happen. And we see it a lot in like the fitness industry. Right. You know, where somebody comes with a good idea, and then all of a sudden like they blow up, and they change a lot of lives. So what do you think about that? <laughs> What's a nice sip? King shit. King shit. King shit. King energy. So everything is clear with the king archetype? Yeah. And I guess we already talked about how the other archetypes complement the king. Yeah. The magician's kind of like the, the teaching side, the knowledgeable, reflective, wise... The warriors, the mindful, loyal, disciplined, um, like knows what battles to choose. Uh, the lovers, ambitious, emotionally in tune, forgiving. So, you know, those are all the the ways they give to the king. Right. And then characteristics and traits of a king pretty much is there's a lot. I mean, yeah, because you, you've got three different categories and then you add a fourth in because then you've got everything that the king is that the other three aren't. Exactly. You know? Because of some that I found, it was like he's a creator, he leaves a legacy, he has wisdom, he's a mentor, he's humble, has a core values, he's virtuous, he's a leader, protector, fighter, integrity. Decisive, calm, stoic, avoids, cor- avoids corruption of money, power, and sex, uh, provides order, he's center, he's a provider, he, uh, he blesses, and then he provides fertility, which mm-hmm. when we talk about fertility, we're not talking about just like uh, having babies and stuff like that. We're right. talking about like... Uh, Giving the kingdom what it what it needs when it comes to like protection, food. Right. I mean, all those things like the basics. Right. The basics for like in order in order for it to flourish. Exactly. But I mean, at the same time, those you can see that those traits and characteristics they belong to the other archetypes. 
Mm-hmm. So just like you said, pretty much it's a combination of all the characteristics and traits right. of the other archetypes. So, I mean, the list is just long. And one thing that I feel like you really need to understand that you are a king and believe that, that you have worth. Because uh, nowadays society teaches men, since they're young boys, they're listening to like how masculinity is toxic, how they should be ashamed to be masculine, how they should be ashamed to be boys, how they should be ashamed to be men, how they should be ashamed for being aggressive, how they should be shamed for it. I mean, it's just like, you should be shame, 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 shame. Before you even know what kind of man they're going to be. Exactly. Yeah. And not only that, dude, but that the same people that tell that says all that are complaining there's no strong man. Yeah. So that's like the stupidest shit ever. Okay. It's like you're complaining about not having strong men to protect women and kids, but you're teaching young boys that it's bad to be a strong man. Like it doesn't make any sense. And the reason that's the reason we're doing this podcast. Because we want to teach young boys, adults, young adults, and adults in general, men, that it's okay to be a man. It's okay to be manly. You're not supposed to be ashamed of your manliness. Right. You're supposed to be proud about it. Yeah. Be proud that you can be a protector. Be proud that you can be a provider. Be proud that you can do things, that you can build things. Be proud that you're a man. Be proud that you have a dick between your legs. That's something to be proud of, man. Yeah. And if you're proud of those things and really put those things to work when it comes to being positive in a positive way, to bring things to your community, serve your community, serve your family, serve your friends, serve the people around you, there's nothing wrong to being a man. Right? I agree. It just needs to be understood that there's... Uh, things that you have to work on. Exactly. And being a man is not just simply having a dick. It's all of these things that we're talking about that make you a good person in general. And the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people think that being a man is easy. It's not. Like, it's not easy just to be a man. Because the thing is, like, and I heard this quote, and pretty much it's true, dude, like, kids... (laughs) And women, they have inher- inherent value, so they never lose their value. Right. They are just valuable because they have value. Right. Like, you know a kid is precious. Exactly. You, you know the woman does does everything in the house. And she's precious for doing those things, right. you know, because she's making a house a home. Right. And a certain age, from being a young boy to a teenager and then a young adult... That's when men lose their value. Right. That's when basically they become useless or this or that. Or if they don't prove themselves, they're nothing. They're just mm-hmm. fucking losers. And nobody right. cares, cares about them. So for people to say that we have just a easy life because we're men, it's really like, that's not the reality. Right. Because if I'm not successful, if I, let's say like, let's put it this way. If by 25, I don't have my house, I'm not, I don't have money stability, I don't have a degree, I don't have a career, I don't have a car, I don't have a good bank account, I don't have my savings account, I don't have all these things, but certain age, what am I? 
I'm a fucking loser. Right. Are women going to be attracted to me? No. Are they just going to see that I'm a man and that I have values? I can be a good man. But if I don't have all the other stuff to provide, I don't have any value. Right. So we have to have all these things to make ourselves valuable, which women and kids, they don't have to. And that's king energy. That's us doing what we're supposed to do as men so we can provide and protect. Right. That's just us being us and trying to cut the manliness out of men. That's like the worst thing that can happen. Right. And now they're saying how masculinity is toxic and masculinity is harmful. Well, if it's so bad, if it's so bad, then why are they making women more masculine nowadays? I mean, it's not, it's not a coincidence that the world is going downhill and we have less manly men. Exactly. And now we have a lot of masculine yeah. women or alpha females. Yeah. So it's like the roles have completely changed and now society is going crazy. And that's not how it is supposed to be. And now being a man, being a provider, being a protector doesn't mean that I have power over women. No. But if I have all these things, all I want to do as a man is provide for my woman. Right. Provide for my kids. That's what makes me happy. That's what makes me feel like a man. Right. Being able to provide and protect. Because that's who I am as a man. That's who I am as a primitive man. Those are my primitive emotions. Those are my primitive... That's my DNA. Right. Knowing that you can you can provide. Make a woman happy. Make yeah. your kids happy. Knowing that you can give them the life that you, they deserve. And you want to give them. Right. You know? So that's being a king. That's, that's, that's the selflessness of being a king. Exactly. Yeah. Which we talk about the shadows... So I'm going to allow you to talk about the shadows. Right. So with the shadows, you've got the active shadow, which is the tyrant. Uh, usually the cool one in the movies. Yeah. They always lose, mm -hmm. but they're still kind of cool. They're still pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You know, they're pretty badass. Um, usually. Did you have a movie reference? <laughs> uh. Man, I, I'm not sure. I, I originally wanted to, whenever I first thought of The Tyrant, I originally thought of uh, the movie Little Nicky. Coming to you. you know, it's, it's an old Adam Sandler movie. It was one of my favorite as a kid. But it's basically a movie about, uh, <laughs> it's about the devil. Okay. okay. So... It's a very funny movie. Spooky. So basically, you've got the devil, and then he has three sons, right? Uh, you've got Nicky, which is Adam Sandler. He's kind of like the the really like um, you wouldn't know he's the devil's child because he's really thoughtful. He's like really sweet, and like that's kind of like the funny okay. the funniness of it, you know. And then you've got Cassius, and you've got Julian. Well, they're like. They're like the tyrants that like want the power. Mm -hmm. Like they they kind of like encapsulate like the actual devil as you yeah. would as you would perceive him. 
But the whole point of this story is like they get tired of their dad. They go up to Earth and they try to rule Earth. And then Nikki has to stop them. So he has to like learn his devil powers and stuff. Anyway, so like first thing I thought about was Julian and Cassius because they're the tyrants that like Mm -hmm. they leave hell and hell freezes over. No one can get out or in. Like it's a great movie. It's like, but so that was one that I thought of. And then another one that I thought of was Loki. Loki. But. After, but Loki's a hard one because you you want to say he's a tyrant until you actually get to know his his full like story. His and like, well, not even that, but like how he actually feels. Like if you actually um, instead of just like because if you watch the Avengers movies, you'll know that like you know he's a rebel, he's a tyrant. But if you actually watch like the Loki series on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. no plug. Uh, <laughs> but if you like actually watch it, like you can actually tell that like he actually cares a lot and he actually wants to be the, the voice of basically the black sheeps, you know, the, the ones that weren't represented. So like, I wouldn't really call him a tyrant, but he still comes to mind because of how he's, uh, Perceived in the Avengers movies. Which that would be more like an immature king. Right. Let's say it that way. Because yeah. like I can relate to that as being the black sheep of the family. Yeah. In which like until you become a mature. Right. Because I mean he he has goodness in him. Like he wants yeah, to protect people. He, he wants to. He is a jokester. Exactly. Like, he likes to mess with people and he knows that he's messing with people. So he is sort right. of a tyrant. But like. Deep down, he's not actually. But it, exactly, tired, so like know? deep down, the feelings or whatever he wants right. to do is not like he wants to just like mess with people because when we right. talk about the tyrant, the tyrant just want power, right? Without caring about what's going on, right? right. Which is how he's kind of perceived until you actually right. get to know his story. Mm-hmm. So the tyrant desires control; they want submission because of who they are and what position they're in, and they abuse their power, you know. And then the passive shadow is the weakling, which, you know, they're they're fearful and paranoid that people are coming after them. They feel like a fraud, and so that kind of leads to the paranoia because um, they, you know, maybe haven't done the work and they don't. They know that they're not there, but they're being put there anyway. And so, usually, it kind of leads to being the tyrant. Which, like, I guess a good example as a movie would be, like, the Gladiator. Okay. The Gladiator movie, because, like, the Emperor, I think, which was, like, Julius Caesar, got killed by his son, so he could take over power. Mm-hmm. But the person that actually was going to become the new Caesar was, uh, what's his name in the movie? Brutus. Yeah. So, he was supposed to take over after the dad. Because he saw that his own son wasn't pretty much uh, had the values or like, right. like the ability to become the new Caesar. So as soon as the son knew that and being him fake and he not believing in himself and being jealous about other people instead of like being more like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do to be more mature? Because mm-hmm. he could actually easily just be taught by the other guy and listen, like, teach me, you know? Right. Like, but one thing that he doesn't do, he takes power, he kills his dad, he takes the power, and he's been a tyrant. But he's like the weakling tyrant because 
he's just abusing, but he's not really the abuser. He's like just cheating and stuff. Because like the Tyrant Tyrant, he does stuff when people are watching. Yeah. And he doesn't give a fuck. Right. Like he's active. But being passive is just doing everything like behind the scenes. So you don't look mm-hmm. as bad, but right. you're bad. Yeah, I think that's a good. Yeah. So you got the tyrant and the weakling. But the the weakling usually kind of turns into a tyrant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes they they realize it and become a better king. Sometimes they uh, they just don't and they get killed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which is most of the time. Yeah. So, Shansi, why is it important for men to become the king in their lives? So, all right, so the the importance to me is, first and foremost, you've done your work as a man, so then it's time to learn how to be selfless and use the things that you've learned how to deal with in action, you know, and then... With that, you have to act more rationally, which means not exploding, not um, not jumping to conclusions, like actually using your head instead of emotion in the heat of the moment. And a big one, like, that I can relate to is like learning to let go of your ego and let there be rationality. Cause while I do think ego has its place, especially as a King, um, at least like with the warrior part, I do think that you, that there are definitely times that you have to let go of it and like realize that you're wrong about something or, you know what I mean? And so with all of that, you then have to use your your influence that you have over the people in your life for good and teach them what you know. And that's, yeah. Which to me, like the ego part as a king is really important mm-hmm. because ego is good if you put it in a positive way. Where basically knowing your worth, knowing who you are, Right. Uh, be proud of who you are. So on that part, it's like good to have ego, you know. Right. But at the same time, being humble enough to know that you're not the all-knowing. Yeah. And that you know other people to continue to become, I mean, like the greatest version of yourself, the greater king. Uh, the other thing is just like, because being a king is like you have a mission. You have a passion. You have you have something to give back. That's how I see king. Like that's that's how I see kings and how they're divine, because they have something to give back mm-hmm. to people. It can be I don't know what we're doing right now. It can be a business, a construction business. It can be a restaurant. It can be I mean whatever it is. As long as it's a mission and it's your purpose, that's king energy. That's right. you being a king on your kingdom and giving prosperity to the people around you serving your community, just doing what you're supposed to do. So I feel the first thing that, and I think that's going to be the net, the next podcast is like basically how to find your purpose, how to work on your purpose. What is, what is your purpose? 
in life. Because that's a, the greatest thing about this is just it makes your life more bearable. Because we know that life is pain. Like life is just difficult. Life is a lot of like adversities and things that you have to conquer. But once you once you understand that and you let go of all the hatred and all the bad stuff in your life, and not that it disappears, but you're able to maneuver around it and you have a purpose, then you're unstoppable. Because your purpose is gonna take you so far that it's just like opening doors and it's making life better. And even though you're gonna experience adversity, you're like, you know what? This is more important. I have to pull my attention on this right? and things like that. So I feel like that's the reason you have to be a king in your life because you really, really have to work on your goals and your missions. Mm-hmm. Any questions on that? I have no questions. Okay. Do you have questions? A lot, man. Okay. So, Shanti, why is it important for a king to hang around other kings? You know, you know the original quote that's like, you are the five people you're closest to? Mm Mm-hmm. I see it like that. If you surround yourself with, I wouldn't just say other kings, like other well-rounded kings that you can actually look up to and you know their intentions are good, like actual kings, then you're more likely to stay grounded within that. And, uh... (laughs) continue to be a better king day by day yeah i mean tell me who you're hanging around with and i'm gonna tell you where you're gonna end up being all right so i mean that's true if you end up just hanging around with losers you're gonna become a loser if you end up hanging up with drunkies you're gonna become the fit drunkie right. i mean just whatever the crowd you're with that's who you're gonna become right so you never want to be in the wrong crowd and sometimes being in the wrong crowd teaches you a lot. But at the same time, for what cost? Right. You know? So you always, always, especially if you want to better your life, you always, always want to hang around people that know more than you. Always. Yeah. And we talk about this on the last podcast, which was, no, not the last one, but the, the magician. The magician, yeah. That you don't want to be the most, uh, the smartest one or the strongest one or, Right. On your group, that whenever that happens, then you have to teach them and move on to another group. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you are going to stop talking to them. It just means you're evolving, right. which you're supposed to do. You're supposed to evolve. And if they want to follow you, then you guys are going to evolve together. But if they don't, it's not their place to evolve. It's just a place to stay there. But you have your responsibility in you, not in other people. So your responsibility is to evolve yourself, make yourself better. And again, if you want to learn about money, hang around people that know things about money. If you want to know about technology, guess what? Hang around people that knows about technology. If you want to become more manly, hang around manly men. That's just how it is. So, yeah. That's why, that's why on every fucking podcast... We have preached. It's all about your tribe. Mm-hmm. 
keeping those influential, well-rounded people around you. You have to surround yourself with good motherfuckers. Right. Good, hard-working motherfuckers. And that's something that I love about Seth Ferrosi and Bob and basically that company, which is uh, uh, Accent Sledge. Accent Sledge. Sean's E10 gets your 10% off, baby. No plug. Sponsorship. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, hanging around with people like that, man, it's just like the way I see them, how they work and they, how they do things. Right. It's just contagious. Just fucking contagious. It's just like something you, you, it makes you feel good, makes you feel better, mm-hmm. makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel like, oh, fuck, yeah, I want to do this. Right. And even between me and you, like, this that we're doing is like me pushing you, you pushing me. It's just like, we just have this mentality that we can push each other and just be better and, and with this make more people better. So your tribe, yeah. Get a fucking tribe that actually like is gonna make you self-develop yourself and it's gonna develop to become more. And again, we talked about last time about like how men and women can be friends. It's true, we can't. There is no reason for us to be friends unless there is certain uh what we said, certain occasions, like yeah. work, school, things like that. But other than that, I mean it's for a man, it's important to hang around other men. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's important for men <clears throat> to hang around men. I think it's also important to note, and I think that this goes way under the fucking radar a lot. Like, no, like, I hardly hear anybody talking about this. Is the fact that, like, if you're a well-rounded man and you're hanging around somebody and you see them do something that is completely out of character and who you are... Cut that fucking person out. Boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, Boundaries. If you're hanging out, like we'll just say, for instance, you're hanging out with somebody, you find out that they're doing drugs and like you had no idea the whole entire time, right? But that doesn't fucking resonate with you at all. Cut them out. Mm-hmm. If you're friends with somebody, they're totally awesome in your presence, but then they go on and they... They start talking shit about 20 different people that you know are good people, you know, like, that probably means they're a fucking asshole. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to hang around people like that. If you know dudes that like to go to parties and get chicks drunk and take advantage of them, fucking, first of all, fuck that dude up. Second of all, cut that dude out. Which, now that you mentioned that. You know what that, I mean? Like, which- there's not enough people, sorry, there's not enough men that are, like, open about it. I don't think you should, like, go around talking shit about these people, but I do think it's important to, like, actually, like, speak up and say something to these people who, like, do shitty things instead of just being like, yeah, man, I'm busy today. Like, you know, like, instead of keep keep putting plans off and stuff, be like, you know what, dude, like, you're a piece of shit. Like, I can't hang out with you. Like, and this is why. And that comes with being the nice guy, man. Just a people pleaser. So if you're a people pleaser, stop. Fucking stop. Right. You don't have to be everybody's friend. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be everybody's fucking, like, someone that makes them feel good. Like, fuck that. Like, you can keep people at a distance and still be, like, civil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hell, even recently I've had one. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean... 
I make sure that my name is separated from the conversation now. You know what I mean? Like, posting about drugs, fucking abusing steroids, like, all kinds of shit. And I'm just like, don't put my name around that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking talk to him anymore. Because you know why? I saw that shit from a mile away, and I said, nah, dude. Tried to help you twice. You didn't want to get help. I'm not going to hang around you because guess what? That's going to cause my life chaos. Yeah. And I've got a fucking family. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. That's like the biggest thing, man. Like, And that's fucking good that you're saying that. Because at the end of the day, like, even even if you think that there's not going to be repercussions from other people in your life, yeah. there will be. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, in those type of situations. Because I had a situation in my family, too, where it's not that we're related. Well, I'm just, I'm not going to give the full details. But let's just say that somebody is messing around the wrong crowd. And it's somebody that is close to some of my family. But I actually had to tell my f- family, like, whenever it comes to getting close to my nephews or my closest family, which is my sister, my brother, my mom and dad, like, I don't want them to bring those people around us. Right. We're cool with them. But we're not cool with them. Right. And it's not like we hate him or anything. It's just like, I don't want whatever fucking shit is going on with them. Yeah. To have repercussions with my nephews. Because my nephews don't deserve no shit. Yeah. My sister, my brother, and my mom and my dad, they don't deserve any, that or that, any of that shit. So, yeah, like, you have to speak up. You have to have the balls to say, you know what? This is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. You gotta have those boundaries. Exactly. And boundaries are really important. And and don't be scared of losing people. Fuck, like, it's a good thing to lose people. Right. It's actually a great thing when you lose people. At the moment, it feels like shit. But once rationality comes back, it's like, oh shit, like, I guess I really didn't need them. Right. You know? So... And even family, close family. Like I say, if they're bringing negativity, if they're bringing just like bullshit to your life, cut them out. Or just put boundaries. Yeah. And I just say one, like my mom. My mom told me to not take things personal and I'm not going to be able to change the world. I said, listen, mom, I respect you and I love you. But you don't have my patient. So stop. This is my patient. This is my mission. If you don't believe in it, that's fine. You're not going to stop me, though. Right. I'm believing that I can. So that's putting boundaries with my mom. That's putting boundaries with other people, too. Shit, like even dating, dude. No men are so nice. They want to be so nice. That they try to pretend they're, they're somebody they're not. Just to have the attention of the woman. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to be, I want to be this nice guy. So I have this attention, blah, blah. On first date... I always tell them my mission and where I'm going and how I talk about masculinity. And if they're against it, bye. Because if you're going to be something that I'm, if you're going to be against something that I'm passionate, I don't need you in my life. Right. And I'm not going to beg for your attention. So you have to be clear. You have to be direct. You have to be, if you really want to be and do king shit, you have to be able to say shit straight up. 
Yeah, you've got to be an impenetrable. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to get penetrated. Yeah, you you don't want that fortress getting penetrated. Exactly. Like some BBWs. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, if you really want to be a king, if you really want to be a man, you need to know how to put boundaries. You need to know how to talk to people. You need to know how to do things. And respect yourself, man. That's something that, man, we lost. Self-respect. You're a fucking man. Respect yourself. If you expect women and other men to respect you, respect yourself first. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to get the respect that you want. Man, whenever you respect yourself, other people can tell. Yeah. You hold yourself differently. In a higher position. You know? Not that you're cocky or... Yeah, no, it's just like people can tell. Mm -hmm. It's an energy thing. Yeah. It's that big dick energy. Big dick energy. You know? It's like walking in a room with your big dick energy and everybody know who the fuck you are without saying who you are. Yeah. And it's just an attraction. Have you ever just been like, I don't know, sitting there waiting on something like in an office or something like that? Some dude walks in, you're like, oh, I can tell that's the fucking boss right mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that, that's the guy. It's the way you carry yourself. Yeah. The way your shoulders are, how your posture is, if your head is up or down. I mean, it's just, it's just who the fuck, how, how you walk, dude. Mm-hmm. As simple as how you walk. Yeah. As when you say hi and you actually have a handshake, then you have a firm handshake. And your emotions actually change how you physically Move, move, mm-hmm. yeah. Because again, if you if and you can actually recognize when somebody's just being fake, yeah, and trying to portray that they're alpha and good people, and actually the alpha, right? Because whenever they're just masking it and being fake, I mean, it's pretty simple. You you caught you you're able to caught when they're being fake. And I guess the more I learn, the more I discover that, and the guys that are just like. Phew, you know, just being a wuss. And you don't have to be this awful. You don't have to show me nothing. Right. You don't have to put this energy with me. Yeah. Like I said. Like I'd rather like, be your friend than for you to think that I'm your competition. This is like episode one or two. Something like that is. Or it might have been the warrior. I'm not sure. It's like a badass doesn't have to tell you they're a badass. No. You know what I mean? Exactly. And do I have like... Because this is the thing. And this is how I see why I'm doing the right thing. Because I see how people gravitate to me when it comes to asking me questions, when it comes to, like, the gym or stuff like that. But, like, the funny part of it is, like, they will ask me these questions. They will be like, hey, man, like, I want to learn more about it and blah, blah, blah. Let's get together, blah, blah, And it never happens. And then right. all of a sudden they see me as competition. And I'm like, I'm not your competition. And I'm not saying that I'm better than you, but I know more than you. So there is no way you're my competition unless you know more than me. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I'm not even going to compete. I want to learn. So if you know more than me, teach me. Like, teach me. And I have to check myself sometimes, too. Because that ego, that ego changes a lot. Yeah. And I saw that at the gym, too, because, like, uh, there's this guy. He's, like, he's big, dude. Like, he's a big guy. I think he competes. 
And sometimes I will be like, man, like he's doing big weight and I want to do the same big weight and stuff. You know, you don't want to feel mm-hmm. like you're a chum. But then I started talking to the guy. And instead of being like the asshole that I thought he was, dude, we, he showed me some exercises. We became friends and stuff like that. Yeah. His name is Sean. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, but uh, that's another one. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is, like, instead of seeing other people as competition, if they know, if they know more than you, be humble enough to learn from them. Right. That's where I was going with this. Because I have some people that are like, oh, man, like, I want to learn more. Whatever you're saying is good, this and that. But whenever it comes to, like, really be humble and, like, wanting to learn, they show the other thing and they're trying to, like, show me that they're better than me. And I'm like... You trying to show off on me, I already know you think you're lower than me. And I don't see you as that. Mm-hmm. I see you as an equal. Right. I see you as an equal and I actually want to help you. Like if you ask for my help, I do want to help you. I'm not going to see you like less. I'm not going to judge you from your story. I'm going to give you some cold truths. Just like I got some hard pillows to swallow. Because I'm not going to be like the guy that's going to tell you, oh, no, everything is going to get better, blah, blah. No, like if, you're, if I seem that you're a chump or you're being a simp for women, I'm going to tell you straight up. Right. Because that's the other thing, man. Like we think like women are just like made out of sugar and spice and everything nice. They're not. Not all of them. So you think they're going to have mercy, mercy on you? They don't. There's some women out there that just take advantage of a free meal, going to see a free movie, drinks, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want those type of women to take advantage of you, then you have to learn. Yep. You know? Same with men. If you don't want men to take advantage of you, you have to learn. So I'm going to tell you how it is. Yeah, you're an idiot. And you can ask Jose. Jose had to swallow some hard pillows when we talk about all, like all their stuff. And it's just how it is, man. It's just how it is. If you want to change, you're going to have to swallow some fucking hard pillows. Pillows, right. pills. Did I say pills? I don't know. Are you present? Yeah, I I just know what you're saying. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. So... But the whole time you were talking, I was thinking about hard penis. <laughs> hard penis? Swallowing hard penis? No, swallow hard pills. I'm just kidding. But yeah, man, I mean, like, you have to harness your character. You have to harness your will. You have to harness all those things. Like, character is really important. Your character, who you are, who the fuck you are. Right. So that's, that's that king shit, that's baby. That's king shit, that's bro. That fucking king shit. Gang, putting, gang. It's not putting up with shit. It's not putting up with that bullshit. Yep. Like you respect yourself enough that you're not gonna put with bullshit from nobody. Right, you've got your no you've got your boundaries, body. and you've got your expectations exactly. And you don't allow the influence of people. I don't want to say lesser than you, because that is it's demeaning. Ignorance. Everybody's somebody. Ignorance. You don't want to be able to have ignorant people have influence over over your own decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you know your goal, 
and you know how you're getting there, you don't need any any outside influence from that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Unless it's from other people that have reached that goal. And know more than you. And know more than you. But usually they're not the ones who are in your face talking about it. No. You know? And you know what's the crazy thing, dude? And that's something that I'm like, it's laughable. The you loudest know? people are the usually loudest, not the smartest. Another most you know? immature, the yeah. most ignorant. And I told you about this yesterday with my experience with a passive aggressive girl. Yeah. You know? So it's just things that you don't want to like, again, if they're not paying your bills, or if they're not bringing anything good to your life, get rid of them. You right. don't need them. You don't need their attention. You don't need their time. You don't need anything from them. The only person that you need is yourself and the people that are going to make you better. That's it. That's it. Uh, So, I think the last thing is just like, what is your... Ah, fuck. Sorry, guys. English is my second language. Eddie. Is English your second language? It is my second language, senor. Because I think you've said every podcast. (laughs) Do you guys realize that I'm Mexican? Serious question. (laughs) Well, I have to post more pictures of my brown skin. (laughs) And wear my sombrero and my poncho. Uh, So, Shanti... What has been your personal experience when it comes to being the king in your life? Oh, fuck, man. I'm the queen, bitch. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Uh, Let's listen to Lizzo. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, dude, for me, it's been... Uh, honestly, like... Starting these sessions have kind of changed everything because now I have to focus on being more well-rounded. And for that, I've had to like dig deeper for my intentions about things. Because I mean, I can be actionable all day, but if there's not like that meaningful that, goal. that meaningful intention behind the goal, then it, nothing ever comes to fruition. And you can only spend so long wondering why something doesn't come to fruition, but you're just running at a wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that wall ain't going to break down until you fucking figure out how to climb it. Mm-hmm. And that's where your intentions come in. And so... After that, I would say the hardest one is letting go of my ego. <laughs> you know? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm ego driven. Fuck dri- your ego, Sean. I wouldn't say that I'm ego driven. Sure. But. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely. Okay. 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 But I would definitely say that. Um. You know, sometimes I think I'm always right. And uh, losing that that battle can be tough sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yep. So that's one I still have to work on. Um, but other than that, like learning those things definitely helps relate it in a way that I can pass on to my kid. You know? In which sense? Because, I mean, he's definitely a mama's boy, right? But eventually he's going to have to be a daddy's boy. Did you die? But um, learning all the things that I've had to work on definitely makes it more relatable in the fact that, like, I have a son... And now I have to raise him to be a man. I have to show him things I didn't learn in a way that I never had. Which is kind of a daunting task if you think about it. But, I mean, just like anything, it's day by day. So for me, that is like a lot of internal reflection. Knowing that Yeah, I have a fucking ego. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's pretty fucking big. Sometimes I'm pretty fucking hard-headed. Just how I am. Very argumentative. I'll fight you on that fucking hill to the day I die. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I could have seen that before and you do. But it's just, you know, something I gotta keep working on. Yeah. You know? And I remember the time that we were talking about like the merch and doing like the shirts and stuff, and you saying that you wanted to put in the work. Dude, I want to put in the work. I, I still know, do. I know you do. I, I still know, do. I know you do. Like, don't get me wrong. I know you do. I still do. I know. Can you let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking egotistic fuck. <laughs> it's still a goal of mine. No, I know. Shut up. As long as you know that. Shut up. See, I don't take that well. Let me talk. <laughs> You know what? Cut this. I'm yeah, out. cut this. We're gonna, I'm out of here. We're gonna fucking fight. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember, and I remember that time because, like, that one of the memorable or memorable. Um, I mean, not discussions because we never fight, but uh, like, well, there was friction. Because I remember telling you, like, hey, listen, dude, we're gonna use this page. They have really good quality stuff, and mm-hmm. they can they can actually work for us, and we don't have to do shit. We just have to put up the clothing and they will do it for us right. and I remember no 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 I want to do the work and this and that I was like listen dude right now you barely have the, the time to fucking do this <laughs> like get together yeah okay there, there, there was like I think it was like three weeks before that where like something happened with your kid which is totally understanding I mean your family is gonna be always uh, we're gonna come first before the podcast even for like I understand that so I mean, it's not like I was getting mad, like, oh, this motherfucker not canceling me. Although, he, like, no, I understand. Family is family. Uh, especially your kid and your wife. Family family. Uh, but I remember, like, it was, like, three three days that you actually had to go. And then we couldn't even finish the workout, so we couldn't get together to talk. Yeah. And then I remember talking about the, 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 the clothing line and this and that. And you're like, no, 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 no. Let me do it. I'm, I'm, I want to do it. I'm a, I was like, listen, Shanzi. <laughs> You don't have the fucking time, man. I know you want to do it, but you don't have the fucking time. So we're going to have a clothing line. I need you to trust me. Yeah. Let's just do this so we can actually get some funds. 
so we can actually get more stuff. Once we get more funds and you can actually have more freedom, then guess what? I'm, we're going to invest all those funds in you so you can do this shit. And it's been, what, like eight months and we haven't had any shirts on? Yeah. <laughs> but I was if like, we would have got that screen press, I would have been fucking... We would have a hundred fucking shirts right now, Eddie. <laughs> I guess it's a little bit of both. If you would have let me die on that fucking hill, we would have some shirts right now. I guess it's a little bit of both. Both, 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 both of fault. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that because like, I guess you you said that's you, it. I'm buying it right now. <laughs> I guess you thought that I got mad because I didn't respond to your text when you said that, and I was like me. I was just like, man, like this is a conversation that I have to have with him in person. Like I'm not even gonna respond I don't, to. It. I don't even remember. Yeah, I just remember because like. When I saw you the next day, and I brought it up, you were like, I knew you wanted to say something yeah. about it. And I, was like, I remember that. Yeah. I was like, I knew there was some friction there. Yeah. And I was like, listen, dude, like, I fucking love you. I understand what you're trying to do, and I respect it. Like, I believe in you. Yeah. It's not like me just being a dick and <laughs> saying that we're not going to do it. No, like, I do fucking believe in you, and I know you can put the work. But, like, listen. <laughs> listen to me, motherfucker. It's time to get honest about some Yeah, it's like we have to, like, swallow some pills, some hard penises. I mean, swallow some hard pillows. I mean, pills. <laughs> Let's get real. But I see even even me being, the, having the king, king energy to being able to be honest to you and be like, hey, listen, bro, like, like, I trust you. You're my main man for this fucking project. You know, you're my you're my heterosexual life mate. Mm. I chose you. Mm. I'm gonna propose one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> you better be with a new weight belt because I still have the same one that I got in the fucking beginning. <laughs> and that bitch is about to break. <laughs> I will propose. <laughs> I will propose. And it's gonna be beautiful. But I know, like, that's how I see myself being the king when it comes to my personal experience. Because back then, me being such a per- like a people pleaser and just a nice guy, and I just pretty much everybody ruin- ruining my life instead of me running my life. Like nowadays, it's just like it's more difficult for, for people to like fuck with me mm-hmm. because I don't allow them, or I just don't put myself in those situations. I respect myself enough not to put myself in those situations. Uh, and then, of course, things happen. You get in some bad situations and whatever, but. The less, the better. But just being honest, being... I mean, yeah, being honest. On, on, honest. Being honest. Being honest. Yeah. You're being a Pokemon di- now? Yeah, I'm a Pokemon. I'm Snorlax. No, you're Onyx. You just said that. Oh, Onyx, yeah. Being Onyx. So being honest, uh, assertive, direct, uh, knowing your goals, what you're looking for. Like, again, like, just what you said, man. Like, be meaningful. Having a meaningful life. Because that's the thing. Like, like once you start having a more meaningful life on the things that you're doing, like, life becomes easier. So, my experience is just, like, being more assertive, being more masculine, not worrying about what people think or whatever. If you like me, you like me. You don't, you don't. And that actually makes you more attractive. Like, man, listen to me. Being assertive and direct with everybody men and women makes you more attractive that doesn't mean being a fucking asshole yeah saying whatever you're supposed to say say the truth you know but like being more honest and meaningful with your life like makes yourself more attractive and you start attracting not only women but you start attracting more friendships from other men 
and you start attracting business opportunities, you start attracting better jobs, you start to attract more money, you start to attract all the things that you want in your life. So harness your fucking assertiveness, being direct, your king energy. We're going to do some king shit, motherfuckers. So that's what we're here to do, right? Or am I getting too toxic now? Ah, dude. Sweet and spicy. Got that one-two punch, jab, jab, punch, baby. Reyes, vatos, puros reyes. King shit. Now I'm scared. <laughs> he said vato. Now I'm scared. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's your trigger word? It's my trigger word. <laughs> I know whenever he says vato to be scared and gringo to be safe. Hey, Sanchi. Sanchi. <laughs> and when he says your name wrong. <laughs> hey, Shansi. What are your pronouns? My pronouns? B-D-E. B-D-E? Big dick energy. <laughs> That's my pronoun. <laughs> Can I use them? Dude, I think my pronoun is king. King? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, so, I just want to tell you guys my pronouns. My pronoun is king and daddy. So, from now on, refer to me as king and daddy. Okay? Okay. And you gotta respect that. King Eddie. Daddy Eddie. So please respect my pronouns. Those are my pronouns. And if you don't use my pronouns, I'm gonna be really mad. Okay? okay. Are you gonna cancel me? I'm gonna cancel you. Okay. I'm gonna cancel you on Facebook. I'm gonna cancel you on Instagram. I'm really gonna feel your wrath. Huh? You're gonna feel my wrath. Okay? You will. So from now on, King and Daddy. How about instead of calling people by their pronouns, we just call them fuckface? <laughs> hey, fuckface. Listen, King and Daddy. Those are my pronouns. So from now on, King Eddie or Daddy Eddie. Okay? All right. Appreciate that. King shit. King shit. <laughs> the fuck just happened? I don't know, man. But I think let's bring this all the conversation around. Let's bring it down a little bit. What's your conclusion, Shanti? Man. The last few weeks with the warrior, the magician, the lover, we've given some actionables. And if you work on those actionables, at least one, huh? Yeah. At least. At least one from each of them. Mm-hmm. You'll be that much closer mm-hmm. to becoming a king. Because it's been, it's been what? Four weeks? Yeah, it's been four weeks. This is our fifth episode. Yeah. No, no it's, six. It's been six because we're a week behind. Yeah, this is our sixth episode. Or a week ahead, I mean. So it's been a month. Dude, it's been a month. Yeah. So within that month. I mean, it's been over a month, but yeah. It's been a month since we've given actionables. So if you have doing some of those actionables, you should be a better king right now. Yeah, you should be reaping the rewards. I'm a piece of shit because I haven't done it. Mm, fuck. Yeah, fuck you guys. I have. Why are you picking your nose like that? <laughs> it was itchy, oh, Eddie. You could have been like this, you know. No, it's up in in your brain. <laughs> up in the front. 
It's like, about dude. Do you make that face like you're about to orgasm? I was. Oh, it felt good. Good. Yeah. So whenever you put a Q-tip on your. Oh, I did. I I didn't even realize it, bro. That's a lot of mayonnaise. Yeah, there's goop in here. Spicy. All right, guys. So <laughs> we tried to make this funny too. So hopefully you guys can appreciate that. We want to be serious, but at the same time, we want to have a good time. Yeah, man. That's something that we always talk about. Can't take life uh, too serious. Exactly. So just to bring this all around, make sure to work on those four archetypes. Uh, with that being said, do the actionables. Just do the actionables. That's going to help you a lot. And again, I know a lot of people, whenever it comes to give me their feedbacks and stuff, they're saying that we're throwing all this, like this words and stuff. And the goal with this is like, I can give you all the answers and we can actually give you guys all the answers, but you're not going to give them value. So the only way that you can give value to what we're doing is if you start working on it too. So we're trying to inspire you. We're trying to basically make you more curious about what we're talking about. So you can start doing your own fucking research. Right. This is what it is. You have to start on doing your own research. It's your life. You have to change. We're giving you the seeds. We're giving you, we're putting that seed in. But you have to water it. You have to take care of it. You have to let it grow. Because again, if I give you all the answers, you ain't going to do shit. Preach. You ain't going to do shit. Daddy Eddie dropping gems on him. That's the reason why we don't tell you everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We tell you general stuff. So you can get curious about and start doing your own fucking research. Harness that magician. Exactly. So, again, we're not going to give you all the answers. Do your own work. Okay? So. You know what they say? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Exactly. Drink the water. Drink the fucking water. That means do the research. Take the red pill. What? what? Not the blue pill. No, we want blue chew. Blue chew. Yeah, blue chew. Sponsor us. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the for our hard dick. But anyway. But anyway. Do the research, do the work. Do the research, do the work. We love you guys. We really do love fucking like love man, like and not in that way. That sounded really we, wrong. We really love men. Yeah. We just feel this deep, intense, passionate love for men. For men. Because like Dicks life, out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. No, but in a serious note, like we are passionate about this shit because we see in our lives and how they were when we weren't like harnessing our masculinity. And we seeing how they change nowadays. So now that we know more, we want to make other men learn more. Uh, and it's just king energy. That's the king energy, you know, provide and protect. And we're passionate about this shit. We're not going to stop. We're going to continue doing this. As long as we got your support, we're going to continue doing this. And again, guys, do great things. You have the power. Believe in yourself. You do have the fucking power. Is within yourself. All you have to do is believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, I do believe in you. And Shanzi believes in you. Yeah. Right, Shanzi? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
Get it fucking done. We baby. believe in you. We know you can do this shit. Okay? So, guys, that's it. You have anything else to say, Shanzi? Nah, man. Drop a rating and a review. Thank you. Love you. Keep following us on Instagram. Info greatness. That's it. And then my personal is underscore not Eddie Garcia. Underscore. Again, underscore not Eddie Garcia. Underscore. And my heterosexual life's mate Instagram is that motherfucker Shanzi. That motherfucker Shanzi. Which is that MF Shanzi. Alright guys, with that being said, we want to do a Q&A soon. So, we're going to post on the stories. So you can leave us some questions. And we're going to answer those questions. We don't know if it's going to be the next podcast or it's going to be one of these episodes. Man, we will see based on how much engagement we get. Exactly. So hopefully we get a lot of <laughs> it questions. Might, it might be like... Maybe it will be one of those coffee shop talks that we have now <clears throat> that are about to come. Yeah. Yeah. So... What is coffee shop talk, Sean? Just a little intro. Is this is this still on? So coffee shop talks is where we get together in our coffee shop, which is where we started doing our meetings before we started the podcast. And we talk about life. Maybe we go off on some rants. Especially Eddie. This it's literally just a raw talk not speaking like there's a microphone there not speaking like there's a camera there just a normal conversation that we would have every saturday locker room talks yeah it's kind of it's, it's kind of like a locker room talk maybe we should do a locker room talk i don't yeah i think that's gonna be a more catchy <laughs> name locker room talk i don't know about that i like coffee shop talks yeah i like it too it's classy yeah that's gay i mean tons it's classy and i've never been classy come on now okay I allowed you to have that. I mean, I allow you. You can have it. But yeah, guys. So be excited about it. Uh, again, thanks for your support. We love you guys. See you on the next one. Okay, bye. <laughs>